The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. And here we are. And here we are. The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. And the Pittsfield basketball. Basketball. I did that before, <laughs> didn't I? Baseball is back, and 89.7 WTBRFM will be there for every game this season. Every pitch, every home run, and every exciting moment will be on WTBR as the Pittsfield Suns look to return to the FCBL Championship Series this season. The Suns open up on the road against the Nashua Silver Knights on Thursday, May 26th, which is today. Tune in all season long on your home for Pittsfield Suns Baseball, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Good morning. Good morning. We are... Stuff. And I am... Lynn. And you are... Bev. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Stuff on WTBR 89.7 FM, where we come into your cars, your homes, your offices, Uh, maybe your bathrooms. Maybe. Every Thursday morning at 8.30. And as long as you're talking about things that are going on, like the the ball games, Uh the Pittsfield uh, Fourth of July Parade is a go this year. Fantastic. And it's going to be on... Surprise. July 4th? July 4th. Wow. And I believe it will be going down, I think it's going down North Street. I don't know. I I don't know all the details, but please watch out for that. It's going to be a big one. It's called uh, uh, Back Back with a Bang is the theme. Are there going to be firecrackers or something? I just think, I think, I hope I got that right. Um, It's going, I know it's going to be big. Okay. Well, think about it. How many years did we miss? Two? I think so. And uh, Miss Cookie Crumple will Mm. be a guest in the parade. Oh. And she can't wait because she's been locked up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) She's been locked up, and she's been quarantined, and she's been all that stuff. Oh, jeez. And she hasn't been out, so this will be really exciting. Oh, I'm scared almost. And uh, she will be walking in the parade, and hopefully it will be good. She'll be walking this year. You know, the last time she was in the parade, Miss Cookie Crumple did walk, Uh and she loved it. She was able to interact a little bit more with the people, Mm -hmm. although I think she probably would have to be a little careful um, because of, you know, maybe 
you yeah. know, people yeah. are are sick or I'm sick or, or she's sick or whoever. You're sick. We're all sick. Everybody's sick. <laughs> oh, the world is sick. And um, But she'll be guarded by her bodyguards and um, hopefully have two great kids that'll be uh, bringing her banner through the parade. Ah. And then at the end... Crispy Cones is going to be having their food cart, Re- oh, their ice cream cart, here. and Miss Crumple will be serving some ice cream to some lucky people. I have never had Crispy Cream. Oh, Crispy Cones. Well, either Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Can we promote? I love it. Per my personal opinion, I love Crispy Cones. That's why we said the opinions expressed on yes, this program. Opinions. Mm-hmm. They have great burgers mm-hmm. and it's, it's immaculate and it's it's yummy and yum yum yum. We don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. This is true. I'll just put it in my in my own my own mouth. Okay. Uh, so today I wanted to be a whiner. You uh, can do that well. I can. Oh, did you ever see them on Saturday Night Live? The whiners. Yes. And they were waiting in line for their, going out for their anniversary, and they had to wait in line at the restaurant. And she's got the blonde hair, and she's uh, whirling it in her fingers. Yes. Like, you know. And they don't want to wait in line. It takes so long. <laughs> and then when they sat down at the table, they didn't have any macaroni and cheese. This uh, is not SNL, believe me. And everybody wanted them to go home. <laughs> I could, I could t- listen to that just for a little while, and then it starts giving me the my shoulders ache, my my back prickles, everything. Just I could goes, do that all day. Well, if you do that, then I'm going to do that. You're going to do that like it has home. Oh, I have something very interesting to talk about regarding teeth later. Oh I no! Okay. All right. I have, as I started to say last week, a quote. And I, I, I'm picking ones that say something to me, you know? Not just mm-hmm. these anonymous things that look up on Facebook. But mm-hmm. I don't know quite who this person is. Mm-hmm. She's a writer. Mm-hmm. Her name is Leakin Zaya Kemp. Don't know what she's written. But this quote from her I like. I used to think nightmares were like memories, tactile but harmless. The fear confined to that place inside me I could never reach with my eyes. But all of it would take was that first breath back into consciousness and the darkness would let go of me. I could count on that, on the morning, always rescuing me. Who? Who? Isn't that neat? Yeah. Wow, we're starting out with that? Yeah. Wow. It's a deep thought. We might have to take a moment of silence. I like it. Do you have true or not true, true or false, false I or true? Do, I do. Okay. And, and and it's true is one and false is two. That means there's two false and one true. Galapagos tortoises sleep up to 16 hours a day. Tortoises. Mm-hmm. How many hours? 16 hours. Well, that's a waste of time. China has the longest coastline in the world. Hmm. Hmm. And humans lose an average of 75 strands of hair a month. Hmm. 75. This Mm -hmm. is the question. Are they replaced? 
I do they grow back from the inside yeah well yeah uh if you look at me no if you look at her yeah well well no not necessarily you know because your hair does get thin well some people's hair doesn't get thinner when they get older don't you hate those people yes i do with the thick 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 hair uh-huh and you look at their hair and you, you're you're in the store and you look at their hair and go i want a haircut just like that and then you realize you can't because they have five hundred thousand billion more hairs than i do mm-hmm. so i can't have that my sister in my own family is like that really it's not fair don't you just want to go in and while she's sleeping just and it's naturally curly snip, snip. really yeah well, I mean, who does she think she is? I don't know. You know, curly-haired people sometimes want straight hair and vice versa. Mm-hmm. As well as tall people want to be shorter and short people want to be taller. You know, we always want, yeah. you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. But you know what? There's always dandelions. I'm glad that there's a nose on my face. That's true. Okay. Fun news. I have fun news today. Okay. Having to do with teeth. Uh, we were talking about teeth. Choppers. Choppers. So this is a cute story. It's a fun news story. There's a gentleman and his wife. They were in the Gulf Shores, at the Gulf Shores on vacation, and they went snorkeling, and they were on a snorkeling adventure, and he looked into the water, and all of a sudden, he saw something in the water smiling at him. Wow. And it scared him. (laughs) And he said, where's the rest of this guy? Those are his teeth. (laughs) So he found teeth. Just, just teeth. Dentures. Okay. In the bottom of the ocean where he was snorkeling. Oh, my God. Inside, there was a name printed. On the teeth? Uh, in, in, on the gum part. Oh, <laughs> you know, the roof oh, of the mouth part. Okay, okay. And the name was Randy Williams. So Why he is that dis- name familiar? He sa- <laughs> Do you have his teeth? <laughs> Do you know Randy and is he missing his teeth? <laughs> Hey, Randy, here's a shout out. <laughs> we know where your teeth are. Mm-hmm. Well, no, there's there's good news. Okay. So he, this gentleman went on Facebook and he posted that he found these teeth and where he found them and the person's name. Mm-hmm. And he was found in Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yes. <laughs> Through the power of social media, his new buddy um, is being reunited reunited oh. with his pearly whites. And I'll tell you, I saw a picture of the teeth, and they're beautiful. <laughs> wow. Um, he shipped the teeth out to uh, Randy, and he's going out, and he's going to be eating steak when he gets his teeth back. So it he saved. didn't realize he'd lost Well, he them? did, and he was going to be getting new teeth, uh-huh. and it was going to cost him $2,000. Oh, ouch. So he did not have to get those. And he said, as for vacation, he said it was it was great after he lost his teeth, other uh-huh. than he had to cut his shrimp into tiny, tiny, tiny little shrimp pieces, which is why they're shrimp. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he could not eat steak. Isn't Poor that, baby. Isn't that a great story? Can you imagine? I, I no. <laughs> I think I no 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 that's okay that's okay I have some funnies a lot of funnies oh we're on that we were on the same page this morning about funny but I also have some historical myths that you're taught in school and you begin to believe that are true are they not true they are not is there proof kind of let's judge all right 
but the funnies first. All right. <laughs> SkipToMyLoo.org says, why did the Scarecrow win an award? Who knows? <laughs> because he was outstanding in his field. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. That when, is so old. <laughs> which U.S. state has the smallest soft drinks? Oh, I guess if I thought about this long enough, I'd probably figure it out, but... Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. And, and, and what do you get when you cross a fish and an elephant? You got me. Swimming trunks. Okay. <laughs> and that's all for Skip to My Loop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, as long as we're doing funny, mm -hmm. a blind man walks into a hotel in Texas. Okay. Okay. I'm going in the line again. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. He goes into the bar and he hops up on a giant, giant bar stool. Okay. And he says, boy, this seat is massive. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's blind. He can't see it, but he can feel it. Okay. The bartender tells him everything's bigger in Texas. He orders a beer, and the barkeep thrusts a half-gallon mug of ice-cold beer into the man's hands. Oh, my. Whoa, the blind man says. This is huge. Like I said, everything is better and bigger in Texas. That's what the bartender said. Gotcha. He manages to drink the whole thing while chatting with the bartender, but eventually the half gallon of liquid catches up with him. <laughs> he asks the bartender where the bathroom is, and he says, down the hall, first door to the right. He starts down the hall, but he misses the bathroom, <gasps> and he walks through the second door, which happens to be the hotel pool. Oh! <laughs> he walks forward and falls into the pool. After a bit of flailing, he bobs to the surface and desperately yells, don't flush! Don't flush. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> because it's bigger in Texas. <laughs> and I'll bet you that had blue water. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That one is funny. That's Isn't that funny. cute? That's funny. I thought, I thought that was good. I like that. And I like the Texas accent. I like, I like boots and I like cowboy hats. I like them. <laughs> My son was born in Texas. In Texas? Yeah. Does he talk like a Texan? No, he does not. Oh, I don't even know if I'm talking like a Texan. I, I <laughs> there are so many different dialects it's in true. Texas. You know. It's true. So a Texan could listen to me right now and say, <laughs> I don't guys, know where you're from, honey. She's got it wrong. <laughs> All right. A blonde and a brunette <gasps> are thrown off a tall building. Who dies first? Answer, the brunette. The blonde stops to ask for directions on the way down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, I, the, the blonde jokes, I don't know whether, I, I always think they're funny. I never take offense. Right. But if I were to, I don't know if I could because I'm both, I'm both blonde and brunette. Well, there you go. You own it. <laughs> Well, one of, one of the things that happened is I went to jokesquotesfactory.com uh, because it said, here are some brunette jokes. And I thought, oh, finally, I can get back. <laughs> well, that backfired on me a little bit. <laughs> Why are brunette jokes one-liners? Who knows? So that blondes are able to remember them. Okay. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> Two friends, a brunette and a blonde, meet in a cafe. Brunette, I have just taken a pregnancy test. The blonde responds, were the questions hard? Oh, gosh. 
like that. You want another one? Uh Uh-huh. A brunette told to her blonde friend, Yesterday, I slept with a Brazilian. Ooh. The blonde friend replies, Oh, my God. How many is a Brazilian? Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That's my favorite. A blonde and there's one more. (laughs) A blonde and a brunette chatting. Brunette, Christmas falls on a Friday this year. Blonde, oh, I hope it's not the 13th. (laughs) That's good, too. (laughs) Those are great. Yeah, well. You know, as we're sitting here laughing, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about something. Was I supposed to write a, I was supposed to write a song. You were supposed to do a couple of things. Well, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But was the song the, the, Say No and Go song? Is that what I was supposed to do? Make a song for Say No and Go? Was that it? You don't I, I vaguely remember that, and I listened to half of the show this morning just to catch up. But I know you had homework. I did. Yeah. And I thought about it, and I thought when I was at home, uh-huh. I need to do something. But was it Say No and Go? <laughs> the Say No and Go song? So if you happen to remember... Could you email us? Yeah. yeah. At, at, and think, we're surprised by the amount of emails that we get. <laughs> and and we understand that sometimes people don't know if it's for F-O-R or for the number four. It's the number four. It is the number four. And it is? Stuffing for us at gmail.com. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Stuffing number four. Us. There's no number for us, so it's U.S. Yeah. So, so yeah, because I didn't listen, and you know I don't listen because I just... But you know <laughs> you could go on there and hit a, I could. a blog and listen back. I could. Mm-hmm. I could. But mm-hmm. it'd be more fun if, if we got an email. What was the... Yes, uh, so, my assignment was a song, and, and I will write it. There was something I th- else. I think it's no and, Say No and Go, because I thought that was a really great thing to tell... You were creepy. ...people. I was. Yeah, because you kept saying, I know. that's creepy in a cool way. Say no and go. Yeah. Cool in a creepy it's cr- way. It's cool in a creepy way. Yeah. It's safety. Oh, my. Really? Okay, hey, I have got a cool thing to share. Okay. So during COVID, I was talking to my husband, and I said, man, you know, it would be so cool. I love the virtual reality glasses. Yes. I've never owned any, mm-hmm. but I, I used a pair when we were in Alabama at the space camp. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We were in the space capsule with the astronaut. He was right next to me. It was like you could touch him. I had the space suit on. It was so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be cool to bring to nursing homes and, and see, have them see, like, Europe? They uh, already do. I know, but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I really okay. didn't know. Okay. So I found this website, um, and this was from today.com. Uh-huh. And it's about virtual reality. So in 2019, mm-hmm. this girl, her name is Carly Berryman. Kudos to you, Carly. She began her virtual reality journey when she started her company. The company is called Viva Vida. Okay. And before COVID, so now my, I was thinking of this during COVID, she, she would bring her, she would fit the goggle headsets 
to the residents at senior communities. She now has a program where you can, I went on her website, you can actually order a kit oh. with three goggles or you can order one with five and it has the videos with it and it comes in a case nice. and you can bring it to nursing homes or nursing homes or senior facilities or, or anything, uh, hospitals, whatever, uh -huh. um, can buy, the, buy, I believe, the, the setup and, and bring them in. She said that um, they were, they were, uh, they developed technology where they could use it during COVID-19. Uh, and I'm so excited to hear back from her because I wrote. And Aww. it's something that, if it's affordable, I would love to get involved in to mm -hmm. be able to use it here. Mm -hmm. And they showed elderly people, and they were putting the, the goggles on, and they were showing them things like the Eiffel Tower and and and, the, and you could see their bodies moving, you know, because they're, sure. they're watching. and. Can you imagine how cool, or or a concert somewhere, uh, I maybe want someone's world. Frank Sinatra and had never been to a concert and was oh, a fan, and, and and you can show them a concert and they're in the front row mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. get them out of the hospital. Oh my gosh, be so cool to do. Sure, be so cool to do. Have you ever done it? I have. Isn't it great? It is. Not a video game. Have you done like a real... I don't do the games. Is it a real view? Like you're there and you're in everything looks sort real? Sort of. Because you, if you look too far to the edges, you can tell. Because it's not tight enough? No, it's because I, I think the screens are made that way. So the one that I did in Alabama wasn't like that. I could look anywhere. Uh -huh. And it also had the ear things in my ears. Yeah. And it had movement in the seat. Yeah. And I could actually look next to me, and that astronaut was as close as could be, like inches High from tech. my face. He had blue eyes. He's talking. Aww. It was like I was in there. It was so good. Did you feel bad if you didn't say anything to him? <laughs> no, he was talking, but he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to the other guy on the other side. So if you ever go to Alabama, hey, go Alabama. to the go to the space center for sure. And if you have kids, that's where bring your basic. kids, bring your friends, bring your family, whoever. Mm -hmm. It's a great place to visit. Okay, so that's enough of that. Okay, okay. A blonde and a brunette are talking about what to do with their children misbehaved during Christmas. And the brunette says, I wrap empty cardboard boxes, and when a child acts up, I toss one into the fireplace. <laughs> and then the brown says, what do you do when you run out of kids? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Tell me what do you do. How can you tell when a brunette is actually a blonde who dyes her hair? Okay. <laughs> when she trips over the cordless phone? Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? I love the look on the face. That's, she doesn't get it, is it? Uh -uh. That, that is funny. That is, that is funny. She trips over the cordless phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So this, so this, um. This place, it, uh, Lake Tahoe. So the Lake Tahoe, it's called the Clean Up the Lake Scuba Dive Team mm -hmm. in Lake Tahoe, went on an, ex on an extraordinary effort to recover submerged litter um, all around the 72 miles of lake along the shoreline. Okay. It's a nonprofit, and they have officially completed their project. 
they discovered and collected 24,797 pieces of litter. I don't know who counted. Yeah. But the total weight was 12.64 tons <gasps> of litter at Lake Tahoe. I didn't know there was a scale that big. Isn't that something? Mm. It's an elephant scale. That's horrible. Yeah. Divers recovered not only plastic bottles, cans, and other typical litter, but items that included engagement rings. Oh. A 19... That's a plural. Oh, yeah. A 1980s Nikon film... Oh, it says cameras. Uh-huh. Entire lamp posts. A lamp post? Mm-hmm. How does that get in there? I have no idea. (laughs) No littering signs. (laughs) Yeah. Massive pieces of broken down boats. Engine blocks. I had engine blocks in my living room when I met my husband. Did you really? Yes, he did. Oh, my gosh. And I took them out. I had engine blocks. I took a laxative. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good blonde joke. Lost wallets. (gasps) Any money in them? Doesn't say. Okay. Phones. Mm -hmm. And, of course, more. I think the thing that, that is crazy to me is the rings, engagement rings. Well, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned bodies. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ooh. The Dutch bought Manhattan for only $24 worth of beads and trinkets from the Manhattan people. You've heard that before. Yes, I have. It's been drummed into your head. Guess what? That isn't true. Mm, Partially. The land of the Manhattan people that they sold to the Dutch was not really part of their territory. They made out like bandits and watched the Dutch enter conflict with another tribe who did own the land. The Dutch settlement on Manhattan Island had been a fur trading post for several years previously before becoming a formal colony in 1624. At that time, the leader of the Dutch settlers, Peter Minuit, negotiated a treaty with the Manhattan tribe of the Lenape Nations. The natives had been actively trading beaver pelts with the Dutch. They accepted 60 guilders, around $1,100 in current value, for approximately half of the island. And he later mentioned it in his diary. The transaction was negotiated to protect their sawmills and grists already put in by the Dutch, but in fact it was the natives rather than the Dutch who got the better part. And it really belonged to a group known as the Wappinger. And it took an alliance between the Dutch and the Mohawks to defeat the Wappinger over the contract. So the joke was on the Dutch. The joke was on the Dutch. You think that they would have investigated a little bit more, or they thought that maybe these people weren't too bright. Hmm, could be. And we're just going to buy this and... And yeah. These other people just made off with. And look at that. $1,000. So that's something that is in the textbook. Yeah. And is not right. Is not right. <sighs> I wonder what's coming next. <laughs> that's not right. Okay, here's another cool story. Okay. This Pakistani man traveled all the way to Birmingham, Alabama. Here's Alabama again. Uh-huh. To have a surgery of unavailable in his home country. In gratitude for his experience there, he invited the entire city 
of Birmingham mm-hmm. to his wedding. He was 31 wow. years old. He was diagnosed with hyperparathyroidism, a disease that had been causing him to get kidney stones once or twice a year since he was 18. He began having digestive problems. He developed skin issues. Wow. But the treatment for his medical issue was a surgery that was impossible in Pakistan due to limited technology. So he traveled to Singapore in the UK and India for treatment, but pandemic-related travel restrictions put a kibosh on it. But he did find a way to get to UAB Hospital in Alabama. Mm-hmm. He began posting on Facebook and Reddit, asking for people to help him better understand the culture he was about to be immersed in for a short period of time. He invited them all to his wedding. I don't know wow. if they all went. He had never heard of Alabama. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. And he said the response to his wedding was overwhelming. Oh, so people must have gone. So he he survived. Apparently, he did. <gasps> he did. Ah, like, yeah. I wonder if he had to have his thyroid taken out. Maybe they couldn't because I know they can melt. Can they take it out and you can still live? Yes, they can melt your thyroid and then you have to take medication for the rest of your life. You melt the thyroid. Yeah, they do it with some kind of radioactive pill. I, I, I yeah, it's weird. I wow. I don't know the whole process, but I know that that can be done. Okay. Yeah. Here is a myth. George Washington could never tell a lie. Well, we've heard that. Yeah. He was a founding father of deception. George Washington was said to be incapable of lying, according to Parson Weems. But the fact of the matter is that as commander of the Continental Army during the Revolutionary War, he had no peer at creating deceptions. He was the master of several spy rings, some of which were not fully revealed nearly two and a half centuries later. As a military commander, he came to use the tactic which became known as disinformation. Oh, which, which is which is, is still alive and well today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Using his spies and double agents to provide false information to the British regarding his strength and intentions. And many of the, quote, deserters who left the ranks of the Continentals and went over to the British were actually sent by Washington to provide the enemy with information the American commander wanted them to have. Disinformation. Mm-hmm. And I also hate when people say, well, I didn't lie, I just didn't tell the tell truth. The truth. Mm. Or I didn't lie because you didn't ask me that specific question. Yeah, yep. they're hedging. Yeah. You asked me if I ate the cookie. I didn't eat the cookie. I took the cookie. Mm. And it's still in my room, but I didn't eat it. So I'm but really I shall. not lying, but I shall eat it at some point. <laughs> that is the worst kind of lie. Yeah. yeah. A waitress. This is a great, great waitress story. <clears throat> oh, it's going to have to wait just a few minutes. Until after our break. Yes. We'll be back. Sorry. 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. It's a whole new way of life. Well, let's hear it. 
Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. It's a revolution! Yeah, baby, yeah! 89.7 WTBR-FM. It's for And we're back. And we're back. And this is Lynn. And Bev. And we are bringing you a lot of stuff, stuff. on WTBR 89.7 every Thursday morning at 8.30. Thank you for joining us. We have a Our lot of email stuff, address we? is... Stuffingforus at gmail.com. And the four is a number four. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you'll continue to um, send us all the uh, emails and uh, ask us questions, chat, tell yeah. us what song I was supposed supposed to write <laughs> so true or false okay i'm not going to read these in the same order just to see if it messes oh, you up oh you're so clever <laughs> where's my list okay china has the longest coastline in the world mm-hmm. humans lose an average of 75 strands of hair a month galapagos tortoises sleep up to 16 hours a day one of them is true. One of them. Just one, one of them. Just one. All righty then. And now you have a story. I had a story about a waitress. Mm-hmm. She lives in Cranston, Rhode Island. She was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. She received a shocking tip from a generous couple she had never met before. She's a single mother of two, and she was waitressing at the Big Cheese and Pub. Big Cheese and Pub? Tea. So one day... She was scheduled to come in and open at 11, but she couldn't find a babysitter for her three-year-old and had to wait for her 16-year-old daughter to return to school. So she had to go on a different shift. By the time she made it to work, she was hoping that her day would turn around because it had been so frustrating. The first table of the day was a super nice gentleman and his wife. The couple ordered sandwiches, paid the bill, and left. The gentleman looked over his shoulder and said to her, have a nice day. And she said, you too. She said she went over to pick up the check. They left me an $810 tip. Are you kidding? She said, this can't be. I brought it to my manager, and at first I'm like, this can't be. Did Did they leave it here? Did they make a mistake? She said, oh, no, that's it. She came up to me. She was very taken aback, said the manager. She's like, Kim, Kim, I don't know. Someone left me a $600 tip. And I was like, Jen, stop. I pulled the paper out and I said, I have better news for you. It's not $600. It's an $800 tip with 10 extra dollars. She said, I felt like I was going to pass out. 
She said, 20 years in the restaurant. She's never received a tip like that. I don't know that anybody's ever received a tip like that on a, on a couple of sandwiches. Whoa. She bought her daughter a new pair of shoes. Her son is getting a toy police truck, and she will pay off some bills with the extra money. The money is very much appreciated. The kindness made my day after having such a hectic day. Um, the money is very much appreciated, and it helps no matter what. I'm going through. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's wonderful unless... Unless... Well, people realize they they had made a mistake. (laughs) That's a big, big mistake. Too late. Too late. Big mistake. All right. I got another one about about the soldiers of the Continental Army. All righty. You know, you always see these pictures of people with the bandages around their heads and yes. they don't have shoes and yes. they have to slush through all that. Well, guess what? It's not the case. Oh, gosh. Washington had to send guards to depots containing supplies because they had more equipment than they knew what to do with. The soldiers of George Washington's army are usually depicted as nearly starving, ill-clad, and poorly equipped in comparison to their British adversaries. While this was true in the case of several units of the army in the early years of the war, by 1779 the Continental Army was so well equipped with warm clothing and weapons from France that Washington was forced to detail troops to guard storage depots where supplies were catched for use. The distribution of supplies remained a problem for the Americans until Washington wisely appointed the highly capable Nathaniel Greene as quartermaster general of the American Army. Well, that's a surprise. Mm-hmm. But they have to make the movies like that to make them dramatic. But they're lies. I know. Well, you said this is textbook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody, somebody, somebody embellished. A lot. A lot. And Someone this is from... Embellished. If you want to look it up, it's historycollection.com. Historycollection.com. All right. So I have... <laughs> this man writes, I was in a long... This is an elderly gentleman. Okay. I was in a long queue at a drive through this morning, and the young lady behind me leaned on her horn because I was taking too long to place my order. Oh, my. Take the high road, I thought to myself. So when I got to the first window, after placing my order, where you pay, uh-huh. I paid for her order, along with mine. The cashier must have told her what I had done, because as we moved up, she leaned out her window, and she waved at me, and she mouthed, Thank you. Obviously embarrassed that I had repaid her rudeness with kindness. When I got to the second window, I showed them both receipts, and I took her food, too. <laughs> now she had to go back to the end of the line to start all over. Don't honk at old people. Oh, I love it. Isn't that great? I do. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's see. Um, oh, I love that so much. <laughs> The Lincoln Bedroom. Everybody's yes. heard about the Lincoln Bedroom. Yes. Can't you see the Lincoln Bedroom? It didn't become known as the Lincoln Bedroom until 1961. Oh, jeez. 
Americans believe that the room in the White House known as the Lincoln Bedroom earned that sober crit because it was where Abraham Lincoln slept while in office. Uh-huh. It isn't. It's not. No. It's Lincoln just... used the room, which was located in the area occupied by the Lincoln Bedroom, which is part of a suite of three rooms as an office. He held meetings there. Other people used it after him, other presidents and so forth. It didn't become known as the Lincoln Bedroom until the renovation of the White House under Jacqueline Kennedy in 1961. And by then it was no longer the room where Lincoln had worked because the interior of the White House had been gutted in 1949. It was rebuilt which itself had been rebuilt following the British burning of the mansion in 1814. So, none of it. None of it. None of it. Which is really sad. It is sad. None of it. Don't blame the messenger. Don't blame the messenger. (laughs) You're right. All righty now. I'm going to chat a little bit about things that we think we need to refrigerate yeah. And I will ask you some questions. I know you don't put ketchup in the fridge. Well, that happens to be right here oh. on the list. And so since you said that, uh-huh, uh-huh. we will go right fast forward to the ketchup. Okay. Now, do you spell it with a C or a K? Well, formally with the C, but casually with the K. Why is it different? Cats up, not ketchup. Yeah, why? I don't know. Something to do with Heinz. Oh, you know, something's triggering here. Uh, Okay. I think you're right. It was to get attention. It was to make themselves separate. Something like Ah. that. That's kind of stirring around in this little, little beanie, little brain here. (laughs) I'm thinking. So this is ketchup. This is no, this is ketchup. Okay. Okay. But ketchup bottles tell you to keep ketchup in the fridge. They do? True. But that's not necessarily the best decision, depending on how often you use your condiment. Storing ketchup in the refrigerator may lengthen its shelf life, but it affects the consistency and the taste. Mm. The high amount of vinegar reacts poorly to cold temperatures. Mm -hmm. This causes the ketchup to become runny and watery. Yeah, that's why the water leaks out after you open it. You ever had that happen? Yes. If you use this product frequently, keep it out of the refrigerator. A Mm. bottle in the fridge lasts six months, while a bottle on the pantry only lasts for one month, but it tastes so much better. Yes, it does. Interesting. And I used to keep vinegar in the refrigerator. Oh. And you don't keep vinegar in the refrigerator for, I believe, the same reason. Huh. The vinegar reacts poorly to cold temperatures. So I haven't kept my vinegar in the refrigerator. Good. And there you have it. A redhead, a brunette, and a blonde are stranded <laughs> in the desert. In the middle of nowhere, they find a junk car. After seeing if they decide to take parts of it to help them survive. The redhead says, I'll take the gas tank. Maybe we'll find water and we can use it to carry it. The brunette says, I'll take the roof. We can use it to cover us from the sun. The blonde says, I'll take the four doors. Other girls ask, why? For what use? The blonde says, well, 
so when we get hot, we can roll down the windows. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were going to where the car ended up being usable. Oh. And they could have driven to, oh. <laughs> driven themselves out. <laughs> that they, would have been worse. But they took the car apart. <laughs> those, are, those are so cute. So do you keep lemons or limes in the refrigerator when you buy them? I don't usually buy them. If you were to buy a lime or a lemon today and you brought it home, where would you put it? In, in the vegetable drawer, probably. In the refrigerator. Yeah. So it says some fruits are perfectly fine if kept on the counter, and that's the case with lemons and limes. Huh. These citruses are perfectly fine on your counter for a week or two. Talk about a beautiful centerpiece for a table. Are you planning on using your lemons or limes in a few weeks? Well, it might be best to throw them in the fridge Okay. if it's going to be over two weeks. They will last for up to four weeks in the fridge, but make sure they warm up before you use them. To get the juice. To get the juice. Also, remember that out of sight, out of mind could work against you. Now, that has happened to me. Yes, yes. If you're already short on fridge space, you can put these puppies straight on the counter or in a decorative wooden bowl Mm. for a fresh kitchen. That makes me think of, of this morning I was talking to my husband. We have lots of cabinets in the kitchen, lots of them. And we don't use a lot of them because they're too high up. Or they're they're just you know unreachable easily, so I said, why don't we take all the doors off? That way, it wouldn't be out of sight, out of mind, uh-huh. like you're thinking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he said, I don't think so because we have cats. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> Your cats would go in there. They would. That's right. Mm. They would find everything that you're not thinking about. Yep. And you're so right. Out of sight, out of mind is so true. It's it's so true. And then when you think about uh, lemons or limes or things like that that you buy in the supermarket, are they refrigerated when you buy them? No. No. That could be a good clue. (laughs) Yeah. They're not going to waste refrigeration on something that doesn't need to be refrigerated, like vinegar. Duh. Duh. Oh. Interesting, isn't it? That makes sense. Yeah. Can you tell we're blonde? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're natural. I'm not. Well, I was when I was little, but that went away quickly. (laughs) I like that. It's kind of embarrassing. (laughs) Do you know what's really embarrassing? Oh. A blonde, a brunette, a ginger are on an island. They decide to swim the hundred miles back to shore. A blonde, a brunette, and a what? Ginger. What's a ginger? Redhead. Oh, a redhead. Okay. The ginger makes it ten miles. Mm Mm-hmm. The brunette swims 25 miles. Mm -hmm. The blonde swims 50 miles, realizes it's too far, and swims back. (laughs) (laughs) I would do that. Okay. (laughs) Eggs. Eggs, yes. Do you refrigerate your eggs? No. You don't? I do not. You buy them from the supermarket? In the refrigerated section, you bring them home and you do not refrigerate them. Nope. Where do you put them? I put them on the counter. In the box or out of the box? Usually in the box. Interesting. Well, you eat eggs every day. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you should refrigerate your eggs depends on where you live and where you get your eggs from. 
Eggs are processed in an unusual way in the United States, which doesn't make them ideal for leaving out on the counter. Oh. It's like someone talked to you. I know. It's designed to clean the eggs so bacteria can't pass from the chickens into those eating the eggs. It's great for us, but it gets rid of the protective layer that keeps your eggs fresh. By putting them in the fridge? Without refrigeration. Oh. However... It's very common to see eggs unrefrigerated in other parts of the world, like Europe. If you get your eggs from a farm and they were sitting out when they were being sold, you may not have to put them in the fridge. When in doubt, question the person you're buying the eggs from. Hmm. Now, you've been doing that a long time. Very long. And you eat eggs every day. Mm -hmm. And you're okay. I'm fine. That's an interesting thing. I read somewhere where you didn't need to put them in the fridge because it was too cold or something. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Hmm. And if you're getting them from the chicken house, I guess you wouldn't have to put them in the fridge. No, but from the stores. From the stores, you know they're not fresh. Correct. Wow. Mm. Oh, dear. I have more. Okay. Okay. What's more stupid than a brunette building a fire under the water? We're going to get letters. We're so going to get letters. The blonde who's trying to put it out. No. <laughs> we, we remember, we're just having fun. And we are blondes. And we're blondes, maybe. <laughs> and we're brunettes. And we're, we may have some red. <laughs> what, what do you call a brunette with a blonde on either side? Oh. An interpreter. <laughs> I grew up hating the fact that I was blonde because I was, dare I say it, smart. Mm -hmm. And I wanted people to realize that because I went to college and everything else and they don't believe me. (laughs) Isn't that so awful? It is awful. And I'm thinking about high school. There were a lot of really bright blonde girls Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and and some blonde guys. Yeah. You know, we forget. (laughs) There's guys that are blonde, naturally Mm -hmm, blonde. mm So uh, yeah, so I, I just think I just think it's fun. Okay. Must, mustard? Do you leave your mustard in the refrigerator? Greg does. I don't. Really? How does that work? You have your own. <laughs> yeah. Actually. You have yours and he has his. Yeah. And his is in the cabinet. No, mine is. Yours is in the cabinet and his is in the refrigerator. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason to store mustard in your fridge. It has plenty of vinegar in it, and vinegar is an amazing preservative. Like most condiments, mustard does perfectly fine on the counter or pantry. Putting cold mustard on a hot dog or a hamburger that's nice and hot isn't really the best plan anyway. It's cold. Once it's opened, you have about a month until it has to be thrown away. There's the problem. Uh Uh-huh. I wouldn't use a container of mustard in a month. No, no. However, we want to state that if your barbecue sauce has dairy or eggs, I don't know how they started talking about barbecue sauce, but it's in here, (laughs) it may be the best way to keep it in the fridge as those ingredients can go bad very quickly. So would when you think quickly, would barbecue sauce in your mind have dairy or eggs in it? No. No. I don't think so either. There's so many different kinds. Now, I've had times when I've picked up the mustard and I've turned it over and water comes out. So there's that whole thing about the Mm. vinegar. Mm. But I don't use mustard in a month. 
No, no, it can last forever. Oh yeah, for years. A year. <laughs> <laughs> it's really scary, mm-hmm. isn't it, when you think about it? Mm-hmm. No. During our couples counseling session, my husband asked our psychiatrist, "How do you select who should be admitted to your facility?" The psychiatrist said. We fill a bathtub with water <laughs> and give the person a spoon, a cup, and a bucket. Then we ask that person to empty the bathtub. My husband smiles and says, I understand if you are saying you would take the bucket. The psychiatrist replies, no. A sane person pulls the plug. <laughs> I ask the psychiatrist, is my husband's room available? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Because really, think about it. If somebody did that to you and they gave you a spoon, a cup, and a bucket. What would you do? I'd use the bucket. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would probably think it wouldn't be allowed to pull the plug. Well, there you go. <laughs> do you eat Velveeta cheese? No. I love it. I never eat it. Okay. But I love it. And they say that you don't have to keep Velveeta cheese in the refrigerator. Seriously. It says here it makes delicious cheese dip, but how long is it good for? Unopened. Velveeta, when you buy it, yeah. is it, you know, I don't know because I don't buy it. Is it in the, I think it's in the refrigerated section. I don't know. Um, a Velveeta lasts a solid six months from its packaging date. What does that tell you? Without opening it? Yeah. So you buy it, you can put it in the cabinet for six months. What does that tell you? I don't want to eat it. Yeah. So here you go. Usually you can roll with the best buy date, but since it's filled with loads of preservatives, it'll last a good while past the package claims. After you open it, you don't have to throw it in the fridge either. Where's this going, do you know? I have no idea. We hate to break it to you, but you're not dealing with real cheese. It's not. It's not cheese. It's a cheese product, so it does not have to be in the fridge. It is recommended. Yeah. Once it's opened, you have a whopping eight weeks. Oh. (laughs) That's at least two months. If you add it with something else, yeah, at least two months. Could be longer. (laughs) Let's think about that for a while. Well, you know what? We'll look that up. <laughs> is it? And now if you get technical, mm. you could be talking about a month with 30 or 31 days. That's or true. February. That's true. So all of you Velveeta lovers. Suffer. It's all fake. It's all fake. But Galapagos so tortoises yummy. sleep oh, up to 16 no. hours a day. Mm-hmm. China has the largest, longest, rather, coastline in the world. Humans lose an average of 75 strands of hair a month. Well, I think we lose more than 75 hairs in a month. So I'm going to cross that one out. You're going to say false. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 16 hours, you know, you never really know if a tortoise is awake or asleep. (laughs) When I go to a zoo and I look at one, Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of leaning toward that one. So I'm going to go with the turtle. As true. As true. Okay. Humans lose an average of 75 strands of hair a month is false. Okay. Humans can lose up to 75 strands in one day. Uh Uh-huh. 
China has the longest coastline in the world? False. <gasps> the winner is Canada with 151,019 miles. Galapagos tortoises sleep up to 16 hours a day, and they can go a year without food or water. <gasps> so I they have know that. lots of time to sleep. I didn't know that. Neither did I. Without food or water? Without food or water. I never knew that. Mm, they live to be over 150 Very years. Old. Well, there's the thing. We shouldn't eat or drink for a year, and maybe we'll live longer. As long as we're asleep. And have a shell. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, that'll do it for today. Mm -hmm. We thank you for joining us. Our show is called Stuff. We are WTBR 89.7 FM, and we will see you next Thursday at 8.30. Yay! and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.